Through their investment in the Minnesota Corn Checkoff, corn growers are fueling research and initiatives that build a more sustainable future for farmers and all Minnesotans. The Minnesota Corn Podcast introduces you to the individuals who are shaping future ag practices, identifying new markets, and promoting agriculture with the non-farming public. Our guest for this episode is Jane Hunt, Director of Education for Ohio-based consulting firm educationprojects.org. Today we're going to be talking about a, a program, an event in North Dakota involving Nourish the Future. So let's let's kind of hang there for a second and, and cover Nourish the Future. Give us an overview. Well, Nourish the Future uh, came about about three years ago after we had taken a group of teachers that are were primarily based in Ohio to the Commodity Classic. And um, at the Commodity Classic, we had a chance to actually meet for a few moments with Sonny Perdue, who was the Secretary of Agriculture at that time. He, uh, one of the famous statements he made during his address at the Commodity Classic was, ag is STEM. So we kind of thought about this idea of having a national program where we were reaching teachers of science to actually use agriculture as a way to teach the biology concepts, the environmental science concepts, the chemistry concepts that they normally have to cover according to their standards. And we wanted to make it a national effort. So we uh, in we engaged some science teachers to help us in terms of the planning, and we put together this uh, program called Nourish the Future. It is funded, uh, it was funded primarily at the first year by the National Corn Growers Association, and uh, we met them through our affiliation with the National Agricultural Genotyping Center, which takes us right back to North Dakota. Um, their small lab located in Fargo, and they do diagnostics for researchers as well as for farmers uh, looking at weeds and weed seeds and uh, mutations. They also do some honeybee research. So the Genotyping Center was actually looking for outreach, and the person that was in charge of education at the National Corn Growers happened to be in the room when we had this discussion with them, and she said to us, we'd like to talk about how we can support a national program for teachers. And that's kind of how Nourish the Future came to be. We have now uh, added a sponsor. The United Soybean Board is also a sponsor of this national program. And we have teachers from about, I think, 18 states who have participated in a year-long teacher leader community where we uh, teach teachers to become leaders in their districts, as well as create new curriculum around topics of interest that relate to agriculture. So uh, this is our third year. We just took our uh, third cohort to the Commodity Classic in March, and we're working with them through webinars. And um, we have, you know, I think it's bi-monthly webinars where we talk about leadership activities and, and lead them through challenges that they have at their buildings and ways that they can become better teachers as well as leaders in their areas, their science areas, and incre increasing their knowledge in agriculture. So it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, and a lot of growth in three years. And part of the, the curriculum, if you will, these workshops, and we're going to be highlighting one this week in North Dakota 
Exploring Biotech and Biofuels. Uh, tell us more about what's going to be covered. Well, we uh, know how important biofuels have become in, uh, in the wake of rising gasoline prices. And uh, we already use ethanol in a lot of our gasoline blends, most, most of them actually, up to 10%. So um, we want to talk to the teachers about the possibilities of careers that are available in those biofuel industries. So actually in the workshop, teachers will make biodiesel using soybean oil and we will also be making some ethanol uh, in through a, a real small fermentation process. And then we are actually going to go see the Theraldson ethanol plant, and we'll have a tour there the first afternoon. Uh, we have done that. We did that last year, and it was a big hit. People were really interested in finding out more about how ethanol is made, and not only just how ethanol is made, but also that there is a lot of co-product that comes off of that process, and that co-product can be used to feed animals, um, to to carbonate our drinks, um, you know, lots of different things that you wouldn't think about as, as byproducts or co-products from that process. So we're excited to be going back there again this year. Um, also, the, we have an industry dinner that goes along with each one of these two-day workshops that we do around the country. Um, the industry dinner is some place where teachers get a chance to interact with farmers and people that are members of the checkoff. Uh, you know, staff members, as well as some of their board members. We're not sure how many board members are going to be able to attend with the state of planting in in North Dakota right now. So we totally understand if farmers are not a, very available to come, but we would love to have farmers there so teachers can ask questions about what is it that is causing problems in North Dakota in terms of planting and like at what point do those planting decisions have to be made and I mean, there's so many things that farmers are challenged by that I don't think most of us really understand. So it's a great opportunity for these industry dinners to get some information from them and hear from them directly. Um, the second day, then, we will be talking more about biotech skills and how biotech skills play a role in making those biofuels, but also in, you know, more, it's almost even a more direct application to those biological concepts. So we'll talk about DNA. We'll talk about how um, genetic modification works. We'll be doing some biotechnology skills such as micropipetting. Um, we will actually tour the, the National Agricultural Genotyping Center virtually. It's a very small lab, so we won't probably take all 30 of our participants in there, but we will have them uh, lead us through a short tour and answer questions about what they do. So it's a real, uh, we're, you know, we're trying to make it a very relevant experience for all of those teachers to see how these biotech skills are used and, and can be applied in agriculture. You know, the most, most of our biotech uh, programming, th you, people think about medical and health, and those are obviously very, very important. But we also use a lot of biotechnology in agriculture, and we need folks to be aware of that new, you know, students coming out of school to maybe be thinking, oh, a plant, that would be kind of cool to be able to you know, think about how might we make these plants drought resistant or flood resistant in the, you know, water logging is a big issue right now too. 
So just trying to understand, you know, plant physiology and how can you, how can we modify that to make it so we don't have a whole lot of um, problems with new climate. You know, all these climate changes that we have is very difficult for farmers to plan and, and maintain. So having some more tools in their toolbox really makes a big difference. Jane, as you described how Nourish the Future came to be, you talked about those early partners, and those partnerships, I'm sure, continue to be critical to the success of the program. With the workshop that's planned for Fargo this week, who are some of the partners that you'd like to thank? Oh, indeed. Um, we definitely want to thank North Dakota Soybean. They supported us last year and uh, are back again this year, along with Minnesota Corn. So it's kind of a, a cross-state initiative. But this year, we've also added North Dakota corn, and they are very strongly in support as well this year. And we are actually planning a second workshop that will be on water quality and soil in the Bismarck area later on this summer towards the middle of, well, early August. I think it's August 8th, I think. I'll have to look that up. But um, so we're, you know, because of their additional support, and then we did receive some funding from a grant from uh, the North Dakota Department of Ag and uh, Ag, Ag in the Classroom. So we are working hard to address some of the, the needs that they see for teachers to be more aware of what agriculture is doing in the state and how it impacts biotechnology, also water quality and soil. Where would you point our listeners if they'd like to learn more about this curriculum? Uh, everything is available at nourishthefuture.org and that website has upcoming events that website has a lot of our curriculum listed there we have six different sets of units with more coming so um, you know keep us in mind if you have teachers in your lives that you could point them here and all of the lessons are aligned to the next gen science standards so and they're certainly uh, able to be modified up and down in terms of whether you're a middle school teacher or high school teacher. So um, lots of different resources there, and you can reach out to us if you have questions about the program or know a teacher who might be interested in a, the year-long cohort. We would love to have them apply. We had one teacher from North Dakota um, in, in Kindred who participated the first year, and so we would love to have some more North Dakota teachers, and we'll be talking about that with these workshop participants this week. Anything else that you want to make sure we talk about? Wow. I really just appreciate the opportunity to talk about the good things that are happening for teachers, and I hope that uh, teachers are, are willing to kind of step into that professional development that might be in an area that they're not very familiar with because unless you teach agriculture or have lived on a farm, which I know unfortunately is becoming fewer and fewer of us, it's uh, not always easy to kind of step out of your comfort zone and say, I don't really know very much about agriculture. I'd like to know more. So we would welcome people to uh, continue to sign up. We, I think we have five additional spots still in the workshop and um, we would you know, love to talk to you about any any future workshops that we have. So I, I just, again, appreciate the opportunity that you've given us to talk about this. To learn more about the Innovation Grant Program, visit mncorn.org.